Okay, so a little uh, pre-Liverpool game podcast for us here. Um, I realise there's been a bit of a uh, gap because, well, you know, Christmas. Um, so I haven't really talked about the Burnley game, haven't talked about the Brighton game. Um, so we'll do a quick rundown of those games to start with. Um, so the Burnley game was, I mean, it was 3-1, so you can't argue with the result. But the uh, the actual performance probably... Um, didn't merit well, meriting a score of that 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 nature is probably neither here nor there. But it, the performance, the scoreline probably flattered the performance. Is probably what I'm trying to say there. I mean, we were definitely the better side, but I don't think that we exactly um smashed them out of the park on that. There was a lot of um. I mean, what, one thing is for sure, we didn't look quite as easily pushed off the ball. I mean, they obviously came down there with the. Uh, the attitude that a lot of um, less talent-rich teams might do, um, which is to kick us off the park. Um, yeah, so they were flying about, putting in some challenges. The ref was uh, dubious in my um, estimations. Uh, I don't think that he was terrible. I mean, I, so I don't think that he was being biased is probably a better uh, a better way of looking at it. I think that he was equally bad uh, for both teams, although old uh, the Burnley manager, Dyche, he definitely would disagree with that. He was making some interesting comments after the game about how diving was a real big problem, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have to admit that I think that Licksteiner um, did a weird sort of I don't. It was it was almost not a dive. It was so strange. Like he definitely went down without contact. However, um, under the sort of uh, and got a free kick for it as well. So, you know, I I don't really know what <laughs> what to make of that. I didn't think it wasn't like he was trying to dive to get a. Uh, I mean, was he trying to dive and get an advantage? I guess he was, but it was you know whatever. I, I'm not a massive fan of diving. Uh, what I am a fan of is. Uh, the sort of more not ruthlessness because I don't think that that kind of comes into it. I mean, I, I enjoy the more more ruthlessness nature of us recently, but the ability for us to participate in the gamesmanship side of things. Now, that's not to say that I want to see us cheat and diving annoys me, whether it's us or whether it's someone else or anyone. I will never be a proponent of diving, um, but it's all it's all part of the game right I used to get so frustrated when I watched us play and we were like it's almost like we had our footballing principles were too perfect or whatever you want to call it like the uh we'd be playing teams big teams as well like man you were an absolute freaking nightmare for it if, if my memory serves me correctly um in that we would be playing um, we'd be getting maybe sort of fouled or little snide little things done to us off the ball and we just couldn't deal with it. We certainly weren't playing on that level. We we couldn't, you know, that was a definite advantage to everyone we played against was the fact that we A, didn't do that and B, couldn't deal with it. Whereas now I feel like, although um, Nick Steiner probably lacks um, a fair bit in pace, um, whether he ever had that or not, I don't know. But certainly now, he doesn't seem to be the fastest guy in the world. Um, <clears throat> but certainly, he makes up for in um, gamesmanship. And maybe, hopefully, one of the main things that we'll be benefiting from having him is the fact that we'll, you know, he'll be the guys who maybe would have been victim to that 
but not really understood or known how to deal with it will be learning a little bit from him um still again no excuses he did chuck himself down but the other ones I felt um were a bit ludicrous I mean um and also for for Dyche to bring it up was a bit crazy as well because certainly to my recollection there was a a yellow card for Gwendozi who in the challenge there the guy went down like he'd been absolutely murdered and uh in the replay there was no contact so you know <clears throat> I think that I just think that if you lose a game and you're going on about everyone's diving and it's bad for the kids and blah blah blah, you look like a bit of a mug, especially when your team's been at it, at it as well. Um, you know, I don't know what I, I I don't get that excited about it because I don't know what a manager is supposed to say when they just get beaten by a better team and they're supposed to just go, yeah, well, we didn't expect to win this game. Um, I don't think there was anything for them to be particularly hard done, uh, like hard done by about. Um, I think that over, on the balance of the game that we were better. Um, so, you know, anyway, who cares? Like, we got the three points and that's what matters. Um, the next game, the Br- away at Brighton, <clears throat> that was a game that I struggled to watch because there was uh, many children and relatives and stuff going crazy around in front of the TV and, yeah, it was doing the, uh, doing the, the Christmas vibe. I was um so I you know I, I certainly I saw the goals um and I saw a lot of us huffing and puffing and not really doing anything I saw that Ozil got taken off at half time um I saw that Lacazette was upset about getting taken off again um I, and so to me I mean I find it strange that when we're because we, certainly in the first 10 minutes or so or certainly up to when we scored we looked like we we had the absolute beating of Brighton um, we seem to be coming in on goal, no problem, looking pretty slick. And then I didn't really pick up what changed there, but something obviously changed because they started coming in. I mean, they had a they had a goal ruled out for, I think, a foul on the keeper. Um, so, you know, it could have been worse than 1-1, <laughs> uh, which would have been pretty devastating. But um, <clears throat> certainly I didn't see the game well enough to be super critical or make any comment on the uh, tactics or anything employed but I've read a lot and a lot of people will seem to suggest that taking Ozil off at the half was probably a little bit um, premature um, I think that again when when we have to drop Xhaka back into defence it all goes wrong for us that just doesn't look like a and that's not criticising Xhaka's performance in defence or suggesting that we had another option <laughs> it's just that as soon as Xhaka's not there doing what he does in midfield we look significantly worse um was not necessarily significantly worse but just less able to create any kind of real chance um and that kind of amplified the fact that Ozil got taken off because then that's a creative player removed um I don't really understand the Ozil situation at the moment you know apparently he's missing out on the Liverpool game now um because he's got a knee injury or something now it's so difficult because if he's injured like that just sucks and we've had plenty of skilled players before who've been injured all the time um <clears throat> but there's just something about this whole Ozil saga and the fact that he got subbed off at half time the fact that he's been on the bench and not played and all that sort of stuff that it all just smells a little bit fishy eventually the fact that Unai speaks with a Spanish accent and can sort of pretend to not understand the question and blah 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 is going to wear off and we're going to have to get some answers on this um it also seems strange to me that he hasn't really come out and made any sort of 
but I mean, if he is injured, he, he wouldn't do. So it's very difficult. I don't really know where to go with that. But at the same time, I do struggle to believe that, you know, he had back spasms, then he played for like half a game and now he's got a knee injury. And, you know, <clears throat> it's a strange one for sure. And one that I think until the, the, someone says something where so there's some clarity, I don't think there's going to be anything. I mean, I... You know, I anticipate that eventually something is going to leak in the press, uh, whether it's... Ozil's really upset that people keep suggesting that he's um, being dropped or whatever, but he's really injured or, you know, anything. I'd imagine that his, his agent and publicity people must be aware of the fact that basically no one believes all of this stuff. And that itself must be damaging to the brand. So I'm assuming it would be in their benefit to release something somehow to make people believe that he's injured if he's injured. Um, I know that there was a little bit that came out uh, last time, there was a bit of um, speculation about what was going on and it was him saying, oh no, he loves it at Arsenal, he wouldn't want to leave London, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know, it just seems very strange to me. Um, yeah, so he came off um, and then they, well, uh, I think they scored prior to that anyway, um, which was uh, a, de- a defensive error by Lichtsteiner. Um I mean... It's it was definitely Lichtsteiner's fault that he headed it, basically played a through ball to their player. That being said, I just I, I find it too easy to blame one player for a mistake that high up the pitch. Um, now I'm not saying that, you know, Leno should have definitely got that. Um, I don't think he, I, I think he's in a hard position there. I think any time we've got a player running through on goal without really any defenders that you've got to favour them to score if they're a Premier League standard strike or football player. Whether they actually um, are in one of the best teams or not, it's really neither here nor there. They're still going to be what... Um, they're in the top 20 teams in the country. They should be able to put a goal, a, a ball in the goal, as far as I'm concerned. So I don't... I think that maybe he could have done better, but I don't really blame him for that goal. I don't really know... The whole—it's just our defense. It's just terrible, um, which I suppose that that brings us on to the Liverpool game. Now, the 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 Premiership has been playing like we're record. I'm recording this at four o'clock. Um, last I looked, Spurs were winning. Uh, that was the only goal uh, when I checked earlier. Um, I just, I, I would love to see us. I'd love. I sound a bit like Kevin Keegan here, right? I'd love to see us win this game, uh, for a number of reasons, not least of which is that that would put the unbeaten season out of the out of the reach of anyone this season, which is always nice. But also just the fact that it would close things up. It would keep the pressure on. What I don't want to see is a team run out ahead, and then basically the league is not there to be won by anyone else. I mean, I'd much rather Liverpool won it than Spurs did, but um, regardless of that, it's a uh, I I think it benefits everyone, anyone who enjoys watching football. If the if the race is tight, uh, and I I think that by the by, us winning, then it would be tighter between Spurs, City, Liverpool, but also we would we would be closer up in there. I mean, it was only only a couple of games ago that we were above Spurs. So, I and by the way, I don't want that to come across as I think we can win the league, but I certainly would like to see us in the mix there and causing. Um, pressure to be put on people around us I sort of feel like the one thing that we can actually deal with is pressure um, what seems to be the case is that when we play against 
I don't like to use the term lesser teams, but lesser teams, um, and the pressure isn't on, we seem to do worse. So, yeah, but I mean, I can't look at this game realistically with a defence that can't keep out Brighton or any of the other... Like I mean, let's face it, Burnley scored a goal. Who else have we conceded against? Southampton, we scored, conceded three goals against. Manchester United, two goals. Um, you know... I just think that we seem to have... I mean, you can see by looking at the table, and many people have brought it up, in the fact that Liverpool have conceded seven goals and we've conceded, like, 27 goals or something of that nature. Um, <clears throat> far too many goals, anyway. And um, I can't see how that's going to suddenly be rectified between Brighton and now, because if it if it could have been, why wasn't it for Brighton? Um, I just think that we haven't got the... The, the tools to do the job in that instance. I think that our defence is broken. I think that the players who, even to have our best defence out there, which I'd still be relatively dubious about being able to keep a clean sheet against Liverpool, um, they're going to... like. How, I, just, I just think the makeshift nature of what we've got at the moment... Uh, I mean, I haven't seen team news yet. It might be out, actually, at this point. Um, no, no, still 20 minutes. Um <clears throat> I haven't seen team news, but I certainly haven't heard that Hector's back uh, on the on the Arsenal website. It said that there's going to be a that he's going to be in, uh, assessed prior to the uh, the game, but um, they said that for the last game as well. Let's have a quick look and see if I can see uh, Arsenal. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically, I think I don't think Hector's going to be back. Uh, I'm dubious as to Monreal. is um, still sort of coming back, so I don't expect him to necessarily. If he plays, I don't think he'll play the whole game. Um, I really worry about the fact that we're relying on him so much th- this soon after such a big injury. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, basically, it's uh, it's um, a worry. Um, I also heard that Kalasnich might be out with a knee injury. Um, that's not going to uh, make me super happy. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, I just feel like we've got such defensive problems that we really, 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 really need to do something about it during this uh, transfer window coming up. Um, I don't really feel that confident that we will do. I, I'd almost feel like if we don't, that that's the that's the 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 upper echelons of the club just going. Yeah, um, we don't really expect to do anything this season, which is a bit um, upsetting. <clears throat> well, I'm just having a quick look at the Guardian's uh, football preview, and they are suggesting that they think we're going to have a back four, Kalasnic, Koscielny, um Socrates and Licksteiner, which, you know... I, uh, as I say, I heard that Kalasnic might be out. Um, Koscielny is not a, is kind of, what they do on their match previews, they have um, uh, ones that they're more confident about and ones which are less confident about. And Koscielny is in uh, less bold font, which leads me to believe that he is uh, potentially a doubt in their minds. Um... But, I mean, the problem with Licksteiner is not so much Licksteiner himself, but it's the fact that Hector Bellerin offers us such a, a lot going forward and has the pace to recover, whereas I feel like Licksteiner, he, he tries, and this is it, don't get me wrong, I'm not... The guy is 34, um, 
his best days are behind him sometimes his experience can't get him out of a pickle you know he doesn't have that speed uh i didn't see him putting in too many amazing crosses um let's have a look so yeah there are well the guardians got bellerin is coming back on the 12th of january so that doesn't sound particularly great um <clears throat> obviously we know that uh welbeck holding uh, are out. Mikatarian's out now, which is uh, something I should probably touch on. Um, we've got an ankle injury. He's back February, apparently. Um, uh, Emil Smith Rowe has been out, and he's apparently uh, potentially back the 1st of January. Uh, Mavropanos as well. He's, you know, the problem is, like, he's a promising young defender, but to throw him straight back in from a long term injury into this mess, uh, I don't think that A, our hope should be too high and B, that that's too re- too realistic. Um, so if this is if this is accurate as well, our subs are looking, um, yeah, a little a little thin on the bra- on the ground, shall we say? Although he's got uh, Ozil on the subs bench, so if Ozil has got an an injury, he wouldn't be on the subs bench. Um, but they've got Jenkinsons in in there and Maitland Niles. Um, I feel sorry for Ainsley Maitland Niles because I feel like he's not a defender, but he's getting used as a defender, and then people can be critical of him for not being the the best defender. But it's like that's not his job. Um, and Katia is on on the bench there, according to them. Um, I do worry. Michael Oliver is going to be the ref. Um, and last season, apparently, this fixture was 4-0 to Liverpool. So, yeah, and Liverpool are better, let's face it. Um, they've got Shakiri down as starting. I don't know if that's a uh, a thing that they've been doing a lot recently. Um, but their defence, if I look at that, Alexander-Arnold, Lovren, Van Dijk and Robertson, that is just a way away from where we are in terms of decent defender. So, hang on. They haven't got Mustafi back, so they haven't got Mustafi back. But at the same time, it doesn't look. Oh, they've got Mustafi as being a sub. Um, so I would definitely myself probably put Mustafi ahead of Koscielny in there, just because I think Koscielny's played a lot, um, and I don't want to see him pop another freaking hammy or something like that and just be out of game for ages. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm just really worried about this game. I they've also got. That that is strange. They haven't got Lacazette in the starting lineup. They've got uh, Bamiyam up front with Awobi and Ramsey out wide with Gwendozi, Xhaka and Torreira, which I kind of get. I mean, it's a bit of a defensive midfield three there to try and like protect the absolutely like rubbish um, defense that we have, and that's not critical of like I think uh, Socrates has actually been pretty good, and I think Kolasinac has been pretty good recently as well. Um, I, I am surprised at their thought. I, I, yeah, obviously this is just one place's thoughts as what's going to happen. I think that our tactics. I think we'd actually be better off trying to outscore them, because I think that sitting back and going defensive, we've got no chance because we are terrible at defending. I don't think we've got any chance of outscoring them either, particularly because they're still going to have some attacks, and it looks you know when we when we when it we're playing a lesser team and they seem to be running through on our goal at will um, with the same defence that we're going to be having today that does make me worry um, 
So yeah, I've had that little ray of sunshine that I've brought to you. I don't assume that anyone will listen to this prior to the game, so we will soon see, and I'll see if I can put up a a a, a post game um, podcast to see whether I, if I was really right or whether we can all laugh at Liverpool. Um, I, I I've got a feeling that I'm going to be right on this one. <clears throat> so anyway. Um, as always, if you want to let me know how wrong I am and all that sort of stuff, I'm at Charles Gregg, C-H-A-R-L-E-S-G-R-E-I-G on Twitter. Um, let me know what you think. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we'll speak after the game and hopefully it will be uh, good news, but I'm going to predict that we are probably going to lose and I hope that we don't lose in a embarrassing, horrifying manner. So anyway, with that joyous little uh, comment to to end up on, I'll catch you later. Have a good one. Bye.